Welcome to our new podcast, Chalk and Cheese. My name is Chase and this is my co-host Gilmore. Say what's up, dude. How you going? Um, we came up with Chalk and Cheese to talk about um, different sporting events and have some tough sporting discussions. Um, we don't know if there's an audience out there for our opinion, but we thought, you know what? We two dudes have induced joy sport, so let's get it going. Now, my name is Chase and I've watched numerous sporting events and I feel my opinion holds a little bit more than my co-host. Um, I'm a Division D Touch Champion. Um, I've dominated numerous um, teacher versus student sporting events. We'll look past the fact that I'm a primary PE teacher, but I think with what I know about sport and my experience, this will be some good conversation. Gilmore, we're going to start off with our top eight AFL predictions and our top eight NRL predictions. Right, so obviously you can see I'm a massive Geelong fan. <laughs> come from very, very southern New South Wales, um, but uh, Geelong was the closest team for me as a kid, and I'll wear this jersey till I die. <laughs> well, he's the AFL man, and I'm yep. the NRL man, so we'll see who knows you, their you, stuff. You'll pick that up pretty quickly. <laughs> but for my, I'm going to go top eight AFL. Um, at number one, I'm actually going to slide Collingwood into there. <laughs> no chance. I think, no the top, chance. I think the top four is going to be similar to this year, but I think Collingwood's on their way up. Obviously, Geelong... Uh, Melbourne and Sydney, I reckon, will still stay in their top four positions. Sydney just are all about the business and they go um, unsighted pretty much for the whole season because no one really wants to watch them, but they end up in the top four most years. Hey, so with Geelong and Sydney, I've sort of got them in my top four as well. Who's you? You've got Brisbane, yeah. I think Brisbane, I've put them outside the top four. I think they've had their chance. Oi, so, so you've got... Collingwood coming top, yeah. and I've got Collingwood sneaking into the eight coming eight. So yeah, no. we'll see who's right at the end of the season with that one. Um, then five to eight, I've got Lions, Dockers. I think the Blues will be pushing their case again this year. And yeah. I also think Richmond, um, Dusty's back. They're looking a bit healthier. They had a few off-field dramas this year. I think they're going to consolidate uh, and make that top eight position. Okay. Well, we're pretty close. Besides Collingwood and them sneaking and you send them coming first. I got Melbourne as my top team. Brisbane second. I think they've had some good signings this year with Gunston and who's my Bulldogs man that's come over? There's another one that come over. So I think they'll be all right. Geelong, I've got coming third. And I agree with you, Sydney just always seem to be in it. Yeah. So I've got them coming yeah. in top four. My bottom half of the top eight, I've got Richmond in at five, Colton in at six. Fremantle at seven, and then I finish off with Collingwood at eight. Yeah. So we both agree Bulldogs. But I think, the, the I think that today. seven and eight spot is going to be the fight. A fight. <laughs> yeah. So I think the Suns again will push this Suns? year because they've been pretty good. They just keep falling out. They're like one game back or on percentage. I don't know. I think injuries kill them. Yeah, but Tuck Miller. I mean, yeah. you can carry that team on his back pretty much and I like Raul is it Raul who's my yeah, red midfield yeah. I like Raul as well so so and I think Port Adelaide also will be pushing their case they always have a pretty good start to the year yeah. but then well that's why I sort of drop off at the halfway was it 21 mark. was Port Adelaide top 2 21 the season before last and then yeah. then what happened to them they, they just I don't know there's yeah. always one decent Western Australian team and one decent Adelaide team um, West Coast. I was going to say West Coast. That's going to be my prediction is they're going to be bottom of the table this year. Because they just can't get their act together. <laughs> West Coast? But I don't know. West Coast have always been 
a decent team. I don't know what happened well, they last just, year with them. Yeah. Since the COVID lockdown where they didn't get to play any games. But they, everyone calls Geelong the grandpas, but I mean, look at some of the ageing players and that have retired at the end of the last year coming into this season. I think yeah. they're going to struggle and maybe two or three years before they start pushing again. Well, your Geelong's lost their heart and soul of their team, so oh, we both still have they're a, a tough They're a good enough organisation. They'll sort their <laughs> life out. Uh, yeah, good. So what are your... Yeah, you can start. Rugby league top eight. Right, this is my area. All right, my rugby league top eight. Sheesh, I've got Panthers yeah. coming in top again. Like, I just don't see them stopping at the moment. No. So I've got Panthers in first. Roosters are one of my improvers, so I see them coming second. They normally have a good season, Roosters anyway, but yeah. hopefully if their injuries hold up, I see them coming second. Raiders are another team I see improving, and I've got them coming in third. Sharks will stay sort of where they were, top four last year. I've got them fourth. Cowboys, I see a little bit lower than their... Um, second or third they got last year I've got them coming fifth Eels have got sixth because they've lost a few players and I think mm. losing Hooker Reed Mahoney would be a big loss for them Storm Storm that's the one I've got sneaking into the eight coming in seventh and Rabbitohs they made two grand finals in a row but I see them coming in eighth Rabbitohs yeah. see them so in I eight. still put the big clubs top four yep so I've got Panthers Storm Rabbitohs Eels at the top. Ooh, Rabbitohs. Yeah, I think uh, they're not far off getting back to their best footy. And they, I don't think they played amazing last year. Yeah, and they're still, they're still making the top it. eight. And um, lo- I think last year they were getting used to new coaches as well. Yeah, exactly. Their start was slow at the start of the yeah. season and then they finished strong. Yeah, so I got then Cowboys and Sharks. Yeah. Uh, and then those last positions, I got Roosters and Raiders. But uh, my... Rising team, hopefully, with the acquisitions they got, is Bulldogs. Surely Bulldogs. they're going to be... I don't think they're top eight. Yeah, think yeah. They'll be going Nine, 12 ten. or better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not going to be bottom of the table this year. Because, yeah, I see them be better as well, the Roosters. My my struggle is my Broncos. Oh, they I can't believe we went... Yeah. <laughs> All through the first half of last season, we were in the top four nearly. Yeah. Top six. Yeah. And then to go with that run at the end of the season and get knocked out, I actually see it carrying on I don't see us yeah. and they, like just in the off season they've just got too many entitled pests in their team <laughs> yeah. they just think they're bigger than the game hey well you're rabbit I was, we had Latrell and um, Jack Whiten fighting last night that's, that's, just, that's so just good that's apparently it. they were just roughhousing but yeah, we'll see fine. what happens after just, that just competitors <laughs> competitors on and off the field <laughs> well I've got Raiders third so we'll see if that yeah goes. Raiders I think they're my bogey team for tipping. I I'll like tip them and they lose three in a row, and then I'm like, nah, I'm not doing I'm it for the rest of the year, and then they'll win like six in a row. Yeah. So, right. yeah, they're always there and about. So, my one of my sort of takes on the NRL season, I think the Storm's going to have the worst season they've had in a long time. And I sort of went back the last 10 years, and they're always top four. Yeah. Besides that salary cap in the early 2010s, they've always been top four. Yeah. And me putting him in seven was just more because it's a storm like yeah. I could see them actually missing the eight losing so many players Papanaz of the fullback's been injured yeah. last year um, they've lost pretty much their whole four pack I know they were getting old Yeah. but getting old and then you end up putting young kids in on the young kids and be able to do it weekly but, but you, it's, I think it's the temperament of the club yeah and they've always been good at it because they'll, they'll take players that no one else wants and turn them into <laughs> make starters. them good players yeah 
So I think, yeah, they'll, they'll still be pushing finals this the, year. It just depends where yeah, they are. Yeah, but I always, when they do that with players, it's always one or two. Yeah. You'll see a signing that's left the Broncos or wherever they couldn't get a game, go to the store yeah. and he ends up playing. Now they're going to end up, they nearly lost their whole, three out of their five forwards. Yeah. Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich, who's the other one that went? Kafusi. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be the struggle for them. But as you said, with the Storm, they've always been good. So but the thing is, once you get halfway through the season and the Tigers know they're not making finals, they'll just uh, Sell them. <laughs> make Trade some them. plays like they did last right. year. That's going to be one of our episodes. Do we agree or like the trading during mid-season? We'll have to talk about yeah. that in one of our yeah. episodes. All right. Now, bold prediction. Well, I said the Storm's struggling a bit, but I see this with the Dolphins, and I don't think they'll come close to the top eight. Well. I think this will be way better. It's worse season that, as a coach. All they need is to uh, just make it, I don't know, two wins. Two, yeah, two or three wins. Like, if they finish... 18th, that'll be a win. Yeah. Well, they're in the the competition, so that's that's the main thing. But with, I don't know, with the new team, look at the Titans. They always go and they get a star half or something that they can. And O'Sullivan was all right at Panthers and he was all right at Warriors, but he's been on three different teams in three years. Yeah. And now he's coming to a team and you want him to be your starting halfback. And then they've got another young kid. I don't know his name, but he's a young kid. I think mm. he played at the World Cup. Yeah. That's sort of fighting O'Sullivan for the spot. So yeah. if your halfback's not someone... Like the Broncos, are, when Reynolds plays, we're so different than when yeah. he doesn't. And that's where you need a good half. So yeah, I've got Reese Walsh coming over, but I don't see him doing... He's not carrying that team in the Broncos. At yeah, all. I just... Well, that's what... Reese Walsh, just I was like... I, like wanted to, I wanted to see my Herbie Forward get a go at yeah. fullback. Yeah. Instead of Reese Walsh. Uh, that's all right. Oi, I've got one. We've got a little bit. Let's have it. AFL. We mm. talk, we've spoken about fire um, coaches and where the team's going to come. Would you get rid... Well, you actually said the Lions time's done. Yeah. Would you get rid of Fagan if they don't make a grand yeah. final? If they're not... Yeah, if they don't make a grand final this year, you'd give maybe potentially a transition year for Fagan and then someone else. I yeah. Think, I think it's going to be sliding doors this year for Lions. a lot of clubs. Oh, whether it's um, coaches coming and going or the old guard of teams will change and the young kids will actually start pushing through. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Clarkson's an amazing coach. I don't think Kangaroos will get there this year. Yeah. But next five years, you could be seeing all the people who have bought their time and bought the young players start pushing and being that top team, which is why I put Collingwood at the top. I think they were close last year, yeah. but they just... The little bit of immaturity with some of their players... It's not saying they played poorly... But playing finals is different to playing weekly against, yeah. um, you know, bottom eight teams. I don't know, like, with Lions, Fagan's had, is this his fifth season? Mm. He's gotten better and better. We've gotten better and better the first three mm. to end up getting into top four, yep. finishing second, making it to the prelims. And he's had, every year he's sort of had a chance to bring in someone that'll hopefully... Yeah make us a little bit better because that's who's good at that where they're a good team and they bring someone that's a little bit older that makes them sort of get a little bit better and of Geelong sort of and with Isaac yeah, Smith yeah Isaac he was Smith, 32 yeah. Or, like rejuvenated yeah yeah team, when he yeah. left the Hawks to come to Yall and Yall still stayed and we've had that chance where we're getting players wanting to come to Lions because they yeah. become a good team and yeah I don't know like 
But I think people probably, people probably say he should be happy finishing top four. Yeah. And having winning seasons, but but I, th- I think his job was that first. How long has he been there? Four years. I don't know. I think it was five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but those first couple of years where he was recruiting the young players and getting them turned yeah. on to footy, going from barely making the eight or struggling to yeah. make the eight to being top four, that's was a massive increase in a short period of time. But yeah. if you don't turn that into a win. Well, we're great. You've got to find someone else who can take you there. Great a bit off topic with NFL, mm. but this is sort of the Dallas Cowboys at the moment. They've had two good seasons in a row. I think they were 13 and 4 and 12 mm. and 4, or 12 and 5. And there's an argument now that they want to get rid of the coach because when it's got to the playoffs, they haven't yeah. won anything. And people are saying you can't fire the coach when he's had a winning season. But, but if th- you feel that coach isn't going to. Yeah, some Take coaches are like good, good season coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can keep a team together for, well, AFL's 23 rounds. Yeah. They can keep a team together and get them to the final, but sometimes your finals coaches are with a team that's not making the eight. But when you put them in that situation, it's like when you play Origin, it's like, like Gagai. Yeah. He yeah. Play, <laughs> he doesn't play great season God, 40, <laughs> and he gets the Origin, and he just he's yeah. gets five years younger, like straight away. Yeah, booyah. All right, so... I think that's it for our first week. Yeah, that's it for pretty, this week. Pretty I good think. start. Um, today we were this week we were t- speaking about our AFL predictions, NRL predictions, some of our what we think is going to happen in the AFL and NRL this year. We're going to get into some tough conversations I was talking about as well, and we think, what do you all think about? Do referees deserve to get paid in line with the players of their game? So we're going to bring in some yeah. tough conversations, and we're going to see do referees deserve to get paid. And that'll be one of our upcoming episodes. So thank you for listening to our first episode of Chalk and Cheese. I know we're definitely going to have two listeners because our wives will have to listen to this. Hopefully we can get a few more. Thank you. Thank you.